0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: And welcome to the show folks That song was played to my best friend Who died on November 30th Of uh, complications of a Very bad lung infection We say pneumonia that shut down the, Shut down his entire body Absolute organ failure So Adam, that was for you baby He was a regular listener And he called in a few times And if I talk about this anymore on my birthday I am going to ball my eyes out So I'm going to hand this over to the boys okay.
2: TNT on BTR with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and sadistic Sean David. Strap in wrestling fans and get ready, because it's TNT and it's dynamite.
3: Rampage Rants, Tuesday Night Turmoil, a very special edition. This is Holy Turmoil Batman. I am Sean a- John David, along with my co-host. The Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane,
1: And the birthday girl and the reason why this show will never be a bag of dicks. Get out of Katie. Ha, had a great day. How'd you guys All do? All
3: right. Well, we're going to get things started with... Uh, well <laughs> this is uh
1: this makes a and kind
2: of Dudley seem like a seem like a birthday party.
1: Oh my yeah. Jesus, Marion, Joe said. Let me pull that up right now.
3: Yes please. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Hold on. I've got other, other people yeah. that were talking to me before the yeah. show. We and we, we reached out the to the we
2: reached out to promoter, told up. him message us, we'd like to have you on live to tell us no, oh, the whole thing from your angle. Okay. Um we did not hear back from him. So uh, I don't oh know boy. if that and means is... he just didn't want to do it or
1: this is a statement and a half.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Hold on. Hold on. I just scrolled in and out. Fuck it, scroll down, Paige. Come on. Don't don't mess with me. I got this all up. You're not ruining me like you did last time. Jeez. <laughs> All right, up, up, okay. All right, this comes from somebody called Tracy Myers. Will you introduce that, part? Because I'm not aware of whom that is.
3: He is one of the guys responsible for Wrestlecade Weekend, which just happened over the weekend down in the Carolinas. Thank you very much. I feel
1: educated now. Um, all right, and he says Moodigate 2019. Late last year, Mikey Duggar told me he wanted the great Moodigate to be his to be his guest during WrestleCade weekend. Mikey had been a good vendor for us in the past, so we had no reason to doubt him or question him. Sometime in January of this year, Mikey informed me that he had secured the great Muda, so we announced him as a guest on our January 28th show. Fast forward several months, and Sonny Ono, I know who's Sonny Ono, I like Sonny Ono, who was acting as the agent for Muda, reached out to us to tell us he had not received the deposit or flight information from Muda. I asked Mikey what was going on, and he gave me every excuse under the sun. However, I had no reason not to trust him, so I told Sonny that I would make sure everything was okay. Several weeks later, and Mikey had yet to, get, yet to produce any flight info on proof that deposit had been paid in full. I was getting extremely nervous, since that's what I be. Acting as a liaison between Mikey and Muda's people, Sunny told me that they had one more day to get to or Muda, wouldn't be attending, I told Mikey. And then, out of the blue, I received a message from a James Cable senior who told me that Mikey was working in a place, no self-service, so he would be handling things moving forward. Up until that point, I have never dealt with James, so I was hesitant but eager to get the booking details finalized. This is when James broke the news to me that Mikey was still out of town and had the money for the flight and couldn't get it to him before the deadline where We heard that before. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Since, I owed, since I owed Muda money for his match, I agreed to send James the money via PayPal. As an advance to purchase the flight. I sent the money. He bought the ticket, and I thought it was new sailing. I was wrong. Muda's Muda, Kaz, oh my goodness, Hayashi, and Sunny Ono made it to Winston, I hope I got that right, Winston, Salem on Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day, two of the three having flown from Japan. Mikey and James, the vendors who had committed to bringing, hold on, committed to bringing the great Muda, were also in town. Wrestlecade weekend began on Friday and kicked off without a hitch. But then I got the call. Uh-oh. Late Friday night... I need some water. This is very, very long. Late Friday night... There we go. Sonny Ono informed me... But James didn't have the money to pay him. I spoke to James... And he came up with some crazy story... That PayPal was lost. Bullshit! That's where his money to pay Muda was. was. So I asked Sonny... What our options were. And he said, without his money... Muda would stay in his hotel room. Ooh, I don't blame him, man. I had to make the decision to break the news Yeah, So all the fans who had traveled to NC from around the world, that Muda wasn't going to appear because the people who hired him didn't have the money to pay him or I could pay him and make everyone happy. And that's what I would have done. It wasn't a hard decision to make. This vendor was representing my company, and Nuda's image was advertised for my event. So I drove home at 3 a.m., got the money to pay off someone else's debt, met Sunny early on Saturday morning, and paid him. Sunny thanked me and told me Nuda would be down at 9 a.m. as promised. Shortly after that, James called me, told me he had spoken to Sunny and wanted to know how we were going to work this. What? How are we going to work this? I told him I didn't care what what he did, but Muda was my guest now, not his. Huh, I don't think that, oh wow. It was one of those times in my life that I was so angry that I backed out and don't remember what I actually said, but I'm sure it wasn't very nice. I I, I don't even want to know what I would have said. So Muda was paid, and the problem should be over, but there's more. The had I've sold meet and greet packages in advance, ninety of them at 150, 150 each to be exact. In layman's terms, that means fans of Muda spent, okay, sent approximately thirteen thousand five hundred dollars to the vendor he was supposed to bring in Muda. Okay, I just clenched my teeth on that. He stuck that in his pocket. What? I'm the one who paid for the great Muda. I didn't know who bought what or even what those packages included, so I did all I knew to do. I met people who purchased the advanced meet and greets at 9 a.m. I told them the truth about what happened, and we worked our way through it like adults. I owe each and every one of them a huge thank you because they could have been horrible, but they were amazing. I spoke to Mikey yesterday, and he blamed James. He even told me that he believed James stole his, his money. But according uh, to the please. wrestling posters on Facebook, yeah, I know, right? On their Facebook pages, they are still working as a tag team on December 14th. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I gave James until 5 p.m. today to pay me the money. I just read this story once many times before. Money they owe me, I, I told him if he did, I would never mention it again and wouldn't put him on blast. Of course, that didn't happen. So here I am. And here I am reading it. I am fully expecting to come on here and make excuses and try to save face. That's okay. I welcome that. And if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong and I have left out facts, I encourage them to fill in the blanks with proof. I just ask them to keep in mind that I have emails, text messages, phone calls, and sunny ono that will fill in all of the blanks and prove everything I have said as true. If they pay their debt to me, I will make it known because that is all I want. You know, it sounds, it sounds like a band-up dude. Until then, I caution anyone who works for them or with them to move forward with extreme caution because they are liars and crooks. <laughs> I wouldn't give them the time of go. They run shows in, in Tennessee under the name Pro Wrestling South. If you don't know anything about wrestling and this post confuses you, I'm sorry. It's definitely not my typical post, but I felt it needed to be done. I work hard for my money, and other people need to be warned, so this does not happen to them. Thoughts? Uh, uh,
3: I'm I'm flabbergasted at that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm not brushed. <laughs>
3: someone because, will, be, someone yeah, be- will be
1: getting a boat punch and a kick in the nuts.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. on that, because on that, on that, on that show, um, they did a uh, confrontation between Muda and Nick Aldis, um, okay. teasing a uh, a potential um, NWA title challenge
4: from yes. Muda. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yes. So, and this this unfortunately is the kind of shit that happens in the wrestling business. Uh, it's happened to yeah. others. Uh, I don't know. This Football. made the yeah. disaster and, do- and think about this: Muda does not live in the United States anymore. Muda lives in Japan.
1: Yeah. And he came out.
3: Yeah. You know, right. Like
1: straight you
2: know. up. And 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 of course, Sonny Ono, who's a friend of ours, lives in right. Iowa. Right. And then occasionally travels back to Japan to. Work with Muda on things. Mm. I mean, so you're you're throwing him, you know, a double loop on this
0: so
2: I mean, he's already traveled across across the ocean, to work in Japan. Then, you know, he's expecting to get paid and Muda get paid Mm -hmm. to fly Uh back from Japan all the way to North Carolina. To work this convention, and you know,
1: uh, oh well, uh, Muda's not getting any. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's shit. And then you also know that the that the man paid you debt and paid Muda, and and you just built people out of thirteen thousand five hundred fucking dollars of fans who would be nothing without you. You'd be, you know, you'd be nothing without them. Excuse me. Total disrespect, right. woman. Yeah. yeah like, no. What in what in the hold on? What in the mother's shock were you thinking?
3: Well, somebody okay. thought they could pull hey, one hey, over seriously. on Muda. Evidently, somebody thought they could pull over pull over one on the great Muda. And let me tell you this: yeah. if he's not a part of the Japanese mafia, I would be surprised. If he's not a part of the Yakuza, <laughs> I would be surprised. Yeah. The Yakuza, Muda's got some maybe? deep roots. No yeah that's a, that's uh, <laughs> if it would have been a younger yeah. muda, I guarantee you this, these people would have been dealt with another way had they mm-hmm. had to deal directly with muda and not this crazy guy mhm-
1: mhm- mm-hmm. you're lucky, he's lucky Bou Connor wasn't sick but she'd probably step up
3: yeah uh, I wouldn't want to mess with muda muda's muda's put on some muscle over the years. A lot of muscle mm-hmm. since when he I first started. You. I and hear you. Yeah, no no, 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 no,
2: Yeah, right. I mean, hey, Muda's in his Muda's in his fifties, but Muda is still a legit tough guy. I yes. mean, and Muda can shoot you know on you and put you in a hospital. You know
1: what? You know what? I just saw my dad today. My dad's sixty-seven, and he doesn't. He hasn't missed a beat. He's still still a mouthpiece. You know, still get you every second of the day. All right, so. I can just imagine what mood is like. I mean, my <laughs> husband's fifty-one. My husband's fifty-one. Okay, we I'll, I'll let Steve announce his own age. But yeah, you can still shoot, Sean. Sean. Okay, Sean, you're. I'm not gonna say you're old, okay? Cause that's not nice. But you can still shoot. I can still shoot. I believe as long as your brain and your lips are working and your voice box is clicking, go for it. Just you know,
3: absolutely just
1: go. How many times times was Dusty given a mic and they just said, go?
3: Speaking of somebody that uh, just was given a mic and told to go, the Jim Cornette saga will be talked about here tonight. (laughs) Um, We know that Jim Cornette was fired from NWA Power for saying, that Trevor Murdoch was the only guy he knew that could scrap a bucket of fried chicken to himself riding a motor scooter in Ethiopia and still have the bucket of fried chicken left when he got through it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. in some sense, this is fried. a racist comment. Well, I did fried not... chicken. thanks Right. Well, on
2: the, I, well on the second on the second week that he talked about system. this he yes. um, he broke he broke down how this how this whole uh, quote unquote joke came about, and right. this actually dates back to um, Bubba Rogers and um, uh, Band-Aid because yep. he he connected he connected Big Bubba Rogers. To, he put big. Uh, the original. The original joke was Big Bubba Rogers on the scooter with a bucket of chicken.
4: Yes. And because and and
2: as he explained it, you know the thing was the idea of Bubba Rogers, who is a 350 pound man, on a scooter. Yes. And yeah, you know, I mean, you think about it. scooters are small yeah you know, I mean they're just i mean they're just slightly bigger than the mini bikes that were around when I was in junior high school right, and you're and you're putting a three hundred and fifty pound man on basically a vest
4: yeah,
2: yeah. So that yeah. so there's so that's the first part of the joke.
1: Okay, and how then much the did second part
2: 350 about three hundred and fifty.
1: Oh my god, okay. But Steve it, will know the picture of what I'm talking about. Do so you know what this is going in my head? Think of the Guinness Book of Records and the two big, 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 McGurk, big, big fat twins that McGurk, were on the Harley. The,
2: McGurk, the McGurk Yeah. twins. Those were those were tag yeah. that was a legit tag team. And there was hey, on, the, it was I'm them good. on There was them on minibikes.
1: I'm yeah. good. I remember that. I I kind of remember that, but kind of forgot it at the same time. You know, I'll ring my bell. I'll get it. <laughs> um, oh, I knew you were gonna do it.
4: Ring my bell, my bell.
1: Oh, not today. Don't my voice is it. awful. Don't. Oh, you, I don't care. I love it. I love that Oh, no, we
2: don't have it, thankfully. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Oh my gosh, but um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. but. But, you know, and then, of course, because at that time when Band-Aid was the big, was the big thing, was because of all the, all these children that were, that were literally starving Mm -hmm. to death in Ethiopia. Right. So. But you also, also,
1: you also have have the Canadian, the the Canadian Northern Light, who also did the same thing as We Are the World. Don't forget that. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah, but we did it too.
3: (laughs) So Cornette told this joke to kind of South Park's Starvin Marvin.
1: And if you've never seen
3: that episode, you need to see it.
1: Okay, Starvin Marvin is um, it's a controversial episode. It's a cute episode. Um, it's a racist episode, but it does point out the conflict. But yes, so yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. Now I don't agree with what so
1: you got said that
3: fully right. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, absolutely! Know. You know, I
4: think okay. I think. Okay, but fine, but again,
1: I'm starving like Marvin comes from an old uh, Bill Cosby show too. I I know I shouldn't bring him up that come you know one of uh, his daughters, um, Denise. She had a guy who walks in, walks into the kitchen, opens, said, "I'm starving like Marvin, man." So yeah that's still
2: not cool either. Right, right. You know? Well, this
1: is what my had to before say about. Starvin it. Marvin. Yeah. Oh no. Oh
5: no. It just hurts, man. I I, you know, as, as much as I can say is oh, I'm no. disappointed. And uh I hope that he can try to fix this. But you know what, man, like uh-uh. it some people just don't can like black color. Do you feel like that is his belief that he not like black people? No, I never felt that. I I mean, uh, he told me stories about him working real closely with Junkyard Dog and different people uh, throughout history and who I Mm -hmm. reminded him of and stuff like that. Like, I I, never never in my life saw it. Never saw that.
3: Was this this just like a
5: really bad, ill-conceived joke then, Mark? I mean, I can't say that. I don't know. All I can say is what I saw, I thought I was, I just almost swallowed my face in. Like, it just, it made my skin itch. And I was just like, why am I so damn angry? Like, this is Jim, what what are you doing? Like, it's just completely out of character. And you know what, some people have bad moments, but that's the kind of moments you don't have. I, I, I inherently love all people. I don't care what color you
4: are. Mark, if Jim
5: Cornette was watching this right now, what would you say to him? I would say, Jim, please apologize and mean it. And if you don't mean it, then go all the way Darth Vader and tell I just don't like black people. And at least I know who you are. And then I can get rid of this feeling that I have in my heart. It's like uh, having your brother or your sister steal from you. It's like having your mother or father, like, disown you like I, I I feel like a sense of mourning and that's that's never good like I mean in pro wrestling it's about entertainment and love and uh trying to you know get people to come together this is divisive this this is hurtful like it's not good for a pro wrestling and just quickly explain what Jim did for you, what what he, uh, what the relationships
2: meant to you prior to any of this happening last night, but what he did for you as you were coming
5: up as a wrestler. You know what, prior to all of this, the relationship that I had with Jim Cornette has been really, really good. Um, He's taught me a lot about pro wrestling. He allowed me into his home to look at his archive.
4: Uh, He helped
5: me to be the wrestler that I became,
4: and I probably
5: wouldn't have been the guy without him. Uh, but it is very, very hurtful, and I don't get emotional about much. But I, I feel a sense of loss.
4: <laughs> and that was My from
5: TMZ.
4: Okay, I need uh, to TMZ him, so I have a question.
1: Babcock. Question? Go ahead.
3: Was the Question.
1: Was it me? Was it was it me or did you hear a, te- a couple of tears in Mark's voice?
3: Oh, definitely. Oh, Hopefully. yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so, uh, you know, Coronet is done with the NWA, uh, but we've got to bring up the points on this that Coronet made, and that's how did this episode make air with that racial comment in it and nobody catch it and nobody think oh, it right. was a problem before it made air? Yeah,
2: yeah. Now, Dave Lugana tra- is – Trying to uh, take the hit on this, claiming that he was exhausted when he did the edit. But as but as Jim but as Jim said, you know, the the episode had been shot several weeks beforehand, and that because they because they actually shot the entire quote unquote season in three yeah. days.
4: Okay. Right.
2: So he and so Lagana's had months to go ahead and um oh go through go through everything just nice and slow and mm-hmm. be able to go, Oh hey, wait a second, uh that we can't have that one on the air, so we're gonna have to edit that out somehow and come and come up with something either have Joe Galley come back in and uh you know record some record some sort of dialogue that they can uh put in in place of that or you know have have Jim come in and say hey you look we can't use that um let's let's come up with something else and have him do have him do an overdub I mean yeah you know, there was there was definitely there was definitely time there to to pull this to pull this off and that but then it but then this this comes on even farther because here's the thing mm-hmm. when when this after after this all came out somebody on twitter using the handle NWA white power Um,
1: What? Are you kidding me? Yeah.
2: No. No.
1: Oh, my God. Then
2: then proceeded to bring out an old rumor about Dave Lagana, which states that he supposedly was fired from WWE for being a pedophile, but <laughs> WWE Whoa, stop making me choke. under the rug.
1: Whoa, dude. No, 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 oh, no, yeah. no, no, no,
2: no. Now, uh-uh. now we have now we have offered Dave Lagana an opportunity to come on this show and to state his side of that case. We have yeah. to this day not heard from Dave Lagana,
3: We have not. Now uh, he's a very not. busy now, man, but uh I definitely want to get the truth out here about
4: this. Right. Yeah. Now,
3: don't take that.
4: Now, don't
2: take that necessarily as an admission of guilt. You know, it just it it just is what it is. Um,
3: Speaking of the NWA, we've got some news. Wade Barrett has been signed Um, as the new announcer, color commentator, and he will debut. At Into the Fire, which we have an updated card for at this time. Yes. And this thing looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, Question Mark versus Trevor Murdoch. Allison Kay and Ashley Vox versus Melina Thunder Rosa or Marty Bell.
1: That's Eli Drake. Oh, wow, man.
6: Versus what? Ken Anderson.
1: All right. I wish I could. I wish I had a... Listen, man. I need a passport. I need a pair of, of ruby red slippers. New ones. Because, well, I remember, I broke the part, and it's like circa 1930 freaking five to get it fixed. So we need to reinvent these uh, ruby red slippers so I can click my heels when I need to and go. Okay? Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Nick-
3: Nick Aldis will be defending the NWA World Heavyweight Championship in a best two-out-of-three balls match against James Storm. We have a triple threat match for the NWA National Championship. It's classic, Hope Cabana versus Damian Sandow, all now known as Aaron Stevens, versus Ricky Starks. Then, it's the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, the current NWA World Tag Team Champions against the Wild Cards, Thomas Latimer and Royce Isaacs, for the NWA World Tag Team Titles. Right, and Royce Isaacs, of course, has been a guest of
2: ours. Uh, Thomas Latimer, formerly known as Bram, the Wild Cards, were the NWA World Tag Team Champions. Um, now that's the one. That's the one title change I'm expecting out of the three. On this card, I I have a feeling that uh, oh they gave they gave the Rock and Roll Express the belts just to honor them, give them one last run for all the you, years that they yeah. put in the industry, and yeah, I have a feeling they will be handing them back to the wild cards.
1: Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. They're barely bumpable, are they? Are they able? To, were they okay taking?
2: Oh bumps? no 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 they no they are they are. St- Still, very, very able to bump. Okay. I mean, if so I mean,
0: masters.
2: go, uh, go find the match that they did um, at WrestleMania week with LAX. Ricky Morton at six at sixty-one years old is still bumping his butt off. Probably better than some than some, you know, thirty-year-olds that are working on a, on a
3: WWE show. Uh, yeah, so that's NWA. Uh, that pay-per-view comes to you next Saturday night live on pay-per-view. I believe I pay-per-view.
1: Um,
3: okay,
1: who's, 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 sorry, Somebody birthday messaged me. What pay-per-view this weekend? What?
3: Uh, next weekend is NWA okay. into the fire.
1: Thank you. There's nothing this weekend?
3: Uh, I don't believe so. I'd have to double check. Uh, no. Now that, we're gonna get on
1: That's to, cool. That's cool.
3: We're going to get on to some Ring of Honor news quickly. Um, yeah. It seems oh. that Marty Skrull's contract is up with Ring of Honor, and his final appearance will be at Final Battle. Where will Marty Skrull go? Will it be NXT or will it be mm-hmm. AEW?
1: <laughs> whoop, whoop. Um, um, um. Okay, there's my take on it. <laughs> if he wanted to work for Vince, he'd already be working for Vince, right?
2: Well, no, he's right? still, He's still under contract.
1: think about no, th- no, no, it. No, no, Hear date. what I'm saying. Digest what I'm saying. Okay. Don't tell me that Vince has Vince or Tripp hasn't called him already. Okay. Man's got the look. He walks the walk, talks the talk. The man can wrestle his ass off. He's fucking brutal. He's an awesome heel, okay? Heel Omega, as far as I'm concerned. Not to mess with all the Kenny Omega, of course. But I I love him. I love him. He comes out in in the Egyptian soft mask, and he's got various uh, variations of it. And, of course, you know, I'm all about the top hat. So, and, oh, oh. And, I mean, even the umbrella does it for me. But, you know what? NXT might be a good place for him. But but,
2: nah. if it moves to the main
1: ma- wait, 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 but this was not do the right. with NXT, that's trips. That's trips, baby. Right? Okay? Trips. Yeah, but still. Okay. No, wait, I know. But if they move again, it will it okay, but Punishing Martinez, okay. He's-, he's they made him I can't remember what they called them now, but Damian Priest. On the tip of thank you, some on-, on-, on the tip of my tongue. He he's got it. He has everything, okay? But, again, would they water him down? Aleister Black hasn't been watered down, but I'm starting to get a little sick of him. But, you know, Punishment Martinez is getting drowned, okay, as far as I'm concerned. He's, they're not doing what they should be doing with him, and what if he moves up to the main West with squirrels? If he goes to AEW, who's he going to be with? Is he going to be with Cody? Is you gonna be with Chris Jericho? Or will he walk alone?
3: Uh, or or will villain enterprises
1: That's what come come to say W. Oh, fuck me, bring T C O with you. Bring T C O with you. <laughs> you
4: because what well, that
2: because, because one of the, because one of the things um because one of the things that has been uh, that has slipped out over the last few weeks has been that there is that there has definitely been some dissension within the management ranks of Ring of Honor, which was exposed by the text messages Joey Mercury has um, has put out there, where um, Ring of Honor management has been feuding with each other over the fact that they're. Booking these large buildings, and they're not filling them. And yeah. one of the guys there, one of the guys that they're, um, deaf that they're that they're pointing a finger at on this is Flip Gordon.
0: Now, huh. Flip Gordon
2: is loved by
6: AEW
2: fans, and of course in the uh in the in the intro um, video on the episodes of being the elite when you see Kenny Omega doing the uh Dance Dance Revolution thing or whatever it was outside of the arcade. Flip Gordon, even though he is under contract to Ring of Honor, you just,
4: love, he love, still love.
2: walks in and yeah, and and you see, and you see the balloon where it says book flip.
4: Mhm.
2: So can't miss it. No. Right there. Yeah, I mean, cause, because in the in the original before they went to the animated um, intro, they had they had Marty in the in the er, in the originals, and then of course once he signed with Ring of Honor, they cut they cut that because of, because of uh, they didn't want to get. Any uh, any legalish, and that right. So, yeah. So, yeah. So the question does beg, Bag. Okay, you have you have your fa- factions, You have your inner circle. Will Barty Skrull join back up with his elite brothers? Mm-hmm. Very good. But the elite versus the inner circle.
1: Honest. Okay. Yeah. Will he join up with his elite brothers? I don't know. I've noticed. If you if, And I know you have, too. Marty likes the limelight. And he'll share it with his, shall we say, cronies, minions, whatever he likes to treat them as. He will share it. But look what he's done to PCO. Okay? Right. Actually, I can't wait for the ROH, you know? Pay per view because I know they're gonna fuck with PCO and that and that Canadian Frankenstein. That's becoming out like a mad house.
3: <laughs> on
1: fire. Okay. Uh, speaking of Kelly. On fire.
3: Speaking of Kelly so, Klein, we have to talk
1: about her departure. Oh my my my. Oh my my. Yeah. Yeah. We certainly Yeah. Do. This.
2: This gets me. This gets me. Go ahead and talk about the particulars surrounding it. And then I and then I'm going to kind of riff on it from there a little bit. I'll let you just take the story and I'll take the next one. All right. And all then right. Give me something. Well. Well. All right. Well, here's the thing. Okay, Kelly Klein, of course, is no longer with Ring of Honor. Um, she had she uh, quit the promotion after an, an incident when uh, they were on their recent uh, tour of England. She suffered concussion. During a match in London. And, and they had no positions at ringside. There is no... There is no concussion protocol in Ring of Honor. And so they they let her go. Not only did they let her go, they actually even blocked her on oh. their Twitter And okay. then... It, and then now, wait—it gets—it gets it because, gets even oh,
1: gets hold on. even better. Uh, hold on, hold on. Just, hold on, All because she fell on her head.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh my God! I was yeah. treated better than this when I in the mosh pit after my concussion. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, it gets—it gets even—it gets even—it gets, even, gets even worse than that,
1: Katie.
0: Come oh, okay, to find out
2: that Kelly Klein. Was making less than $24,000 a year working for Ring of Honor. Yes. I make almost that much on Social Security and a union pension. This woman oh was God. wrestling for them, risking her body on, oh, at I least at least two to three times a week, and that's how little she was getting paid. I'm
1: uh,
2: making uh-huh. I'm making almost more on Social Security
1: okay, than tell she me is how much again? taking from the ring. Twenty four
2: thousand dollars a year. Yes. yes, that is almost poverty level. This okay.
1: is why, and that's what that just makes me. The- Mm. Had to continue.
2: Had to. Well, no. This is why Adam Page, even though he was one of the biggest stars at Ring of Honor at the time, was still having to hold down a teaching job. He wasn't doing it because he wanted to. He was doing it because he had to.
1: That's that's like if you're an indie wrestler, you got to have a fallback. You know, right. You 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 sign a contract. You don't think you're gonna have to go drive a cab to make your meals, you know what I'm saying? Exactly.
2: Absolutely. Exactly. Now, <laughs> and I mean, you know, and, and that's and that's the kind of thing. It's almost like if we if we go back to um some of our some of our previous episodes about uh about TNA during the uh, during the Panda Energy year. Mm. now where it was, where payroll where payroll wasn't getting made, and guys were guys were having to work outside jobs just because it was the only way they could guarantee having a paycheck so that they could meet their bills. Right. Now,
3: ROH is continuing to lose its much-needed star power. This has been an ongoing uh, theme for Ring of Honor. All all the good guys with them are gone. They've gone to Binsch, or they've gone to AEW, or they've gone to Impact, or New Japan, or where have you. Um, How much longer can ROH continue without its much-needed star power? Because if they don't get some stars quick, it's going to die.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Sinclair Sinclair Broadcasting is as big as it is is not going to continue to support a company that is that is draining it financially.
3: Yep. Ooh. Uh well, we got to talk about the ratings. We'll get into AEW uh-huh. and NXT in hour 2, but we got to talk about the ratings. Yeah. It is so been, been reported that AEW's ratings have dropped by over fifty percent since its debut. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're because dealing with the on the AEW front.
1: They have to keep the hype that they have going from pay-per-views.
3: That's just it. And if they don't have they if have they don't to have to keep a keep weekly television deal, the pay-per-views aren't going to mean anything. The only reason. Mm. The only reason that it worked before is because all in was something special. And then people wanted to see. Yeah.
1: Last week. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt you, but go ahead. And then I will. Okay.
3: um, Then, you know, people wanted to see a follow up to all out. Well, that was double or nothing. Well, they wanted to see, uh, you know, something after double or nothing. So we got all the mini pay-per-views before we got all out. Then we had full gear. Now we've got another pay-per-view that's supposed to be coming in January or February.
2: Right. Yeah, they just which they just think to deal with uh, um, uh, on demand where they where they will do four pay-per-views a year. Yes, one a quarter, which I think that's I think that's good. Um it'll give it'll give them a chance to Take the take the you know, few months of TV, and build up the storylines
3: to go into the pay-per-views
4: where you eventually well,
3: what's, pay off. What they're actually yeah. going to do is they're they're going to do uh, four major pay-per-views a year on regular pay-per-view. They're going to do other big events throughout the year that are going to be on that VR live or whatever that they use yeah. for fight for the fallen yeah. and yeah. stuff. That's yep. how they're going to yep. fill some time in between those pay-per-views. Is they'll go, they'll they'll do their regular TV, but they'll do something like Fight for the Fallen on BR Live and stream it for free or ten bucks and, and do it that way. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think that's a great move. Um. I just hope that the they can get these <clears throat> ratings back up. If they can't get these ratings back up, they're in trouble, and cool. they're not even six months on D and D yet.
1: Funny, the whole thing, thing is they're having their own Wednesday Night Wars back in the day with NXT as well. At first, I felt, well, at least I felt, that AEW was getting more, more watches. Is that not occurring? Like, now I hear it's not occurring. It's like... No. second last, Well, Last week, you had on DDP, okay? DDP did... Oh, man, you know? DDP uh, went at MGF. Well, but,
0: the,
3: but from... Since their October 1st debut... Ratings mm-hmm. as of last week are down fifty percent.
1: Well, what about the people that are streaming? Those don't count. But, uh, you know, yeah, there's, there's. I don't know yeah, how that
4: works. See,
2: um, I, you know, me what? Neither. There was an article on that. I'll uh, try and I'll try and look. I'll try and look up that. Uh, um, on uh, you know during during the break here, let me let's see here. Um, let me come up with this because they've got. Uh, that up here
3: at the top of our two we are going to be talking about yeah. the two outlaw mud shows taking place in central illinois this month mm-hmm. and we'll have a comment from crime fighter oh
1: wicked yeah. he's coming here yeah. he's on air he's gonna come here wicked. uh yes i miss you cranny okay I all right fresh so go, yeah,
4: on, hold on. Oh, okay, go ahead. and us here.
2: okay here we take go break. here we go um hold on Okay, we've got it. Um, NXT had eight hundred and ten thousand viewers um, this this past uh, Wednesday night. Um, now, eight, now, but here's the thing, though: it just says despite NXT winning the total night, AEW continued to edge out WWE, showing the younger demographics. However, it was the closest night since both shows debuted, as AEW edged out the eighteen 18- forty uh, the 49 demographic with a oh 0.26, while NXT got an 0.24. The over-50 demographic um, proved to be the difference maker this week, as NXT once again dominated there with an 0.40 to AEW's
1: 0.25. Yeah.
4: Oh. so
1: See, that's, it, that's now, where they... That's where they screwed themselves They started big and you can't get bigger
4: Right
2: Now, AEW uh, is not Without some controversy itself
3: That's Um, correct And we're going to talk about that at hour two Steve, go ahead and play a little bit Of the birthday song, then we'll go to our song break And we'll go into hour two And bring you all of this Plus so much more in hour two And this is for our Birthday girl
2: presents TNT on BTR with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Strap in wrestling fans and get ready, because it's TNT and it's dynamite.
3: Welcome back into the ER. This is the Sean David welcoming you into hour two of Rampage Rant's Tuesday Night Turmoil as we present Holy Turmoil Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am uh, joined by my co host,
2: the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane,
1: and the birthday girl, and the reason the show will never be a bag of dicks, Keanu Kane.
3: Alright, well we've got uh, In our two, we've got your AEW Review Preview We've got your Raw Review Preview We've got your oh. NXT Review Preview, you've got your AEW Review Preview We're going to take a look at Survivor hold Series on, Hold on, hold on, hold, I, I have Cam. to stop
1: I have to stop you for one second We got, we got, we got, what you mean? Sorry, I can't see you James Brown But it's the best I can do
3: We're going to take a look <laughs> at Survivor <laughs> Series Starrcade That was funny <laughs> and a TLC preview.
4: Um,
3: we're going to talk more about the concussion policy and company. We're going to talk about a certain individual that we talked about a couple weeks ago by the name of ACH. And we will be talking about the two outlaw mud shows taking place in central Illinois this month. Um, one thing I want to get to real quickly because I just thought that I'll let Steve get to where we were before break. Um, Tommaso Ciampa has said that if he ever gets promoted to the full roster of WWE, he will retire. Uh-huh.
1: Yep.
3: It, who said yep.
1: that? Tommaso Ciampa. Okay. Oh, my God. If he gets promoted to the WWF, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll. You know what? That's saying a lot. And they should take that as saying a lot. And they should take that to heart that nobody wants to work for this because nobody wants to be buried. I'm
2: sorry. Right, they don't want to be. They counsel. don't want to be yeah. sitting in catering, yeah. collecting the yeah. downside of a contract, and uh, them them going. Uh, well, uh, creative doesn't have anything
3: for you. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Uh, speaking of, Charlotte Flair, trademarked her own name.
1: Yeah. There yeah. Someone else her, who well, see,
2: her there? her her actual. Her actual legitimate first name, and yeah. the uh, Flair, Flair last name, as they have spelled it professionally since her dad broke into the business. That's yeah. correct.
1: But she should so, also do. She should also get Charlotte, and, too. He's got to be like impacted, allow them to take a slip Well, them,
2: give them. well, she, well, Vince, Vince owns, Vince owns the Charlotte name.
0: Man, we're but
2: but, she's, but she but she but tra- she but she's putting in for a trademark on uh, on Ashley Flair and mm-hmm. the uh, and the Queen of Wrestling. So,
1: fuck you! Okay, question: Did yes. she not just get pissed off, and a lot of other people got pissed off when when Flair tried to trademark the ma'am, she got all disappointed uh, with her yeah. father for getting all pissed off with Becky. And well I'm good, yeah. good.
3: Good gracious Miss Molly. Well these are
1: the things yeah. I'm supposed to remember. I'm the fan's perspective. This is my job.
3: Um the other one that trademarked his name was Andrade. Yeah. Yeah. But not but not but again, he did
2: not trademark I mean or he has too. not filed for Andrade because again, WWE owns owns that. However, yeah. um he did he did file he did file for um for uh two separate trademarks here um
0: yeah.
2: for on Friday um he filed for um el idolo which okay. the idol which is the which is yeah. what you hear at the beginning of his of his entrance music but he yeah. also applied for the trademark to la sombra which okay is which is spanish for the shadow. Now, what's the important point about about La Sombra? All of La Sombra was the name that he was using when he was working in CMLL before gotcha, he got hired by WWE. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So, well, well, we there so there it sounds like the two of them are already in preparation for a post WWE future. Hmm. Yes.
4: That's yes. what it okay. sounds like to me. If All I'm right. smelling it right.
3: If um, I'm smelling well, it right. You know, you know we, have, uh, we have admitted that we oh, have turned some people in that have, uh, used, that have used Vince McMahon's oh. trademarks. Well, we're going to break yes. the story right here, right now about another company out of Indiana that uh, broke one of Vince's trademarks and they had to pay the price for it. Black Uh-oh, Label gotta Pro. got to pay the piper. Black Label Pro posted nine hours ago, our January 18th event will no longer be named Crown Point Jewel. Oh, my. We I will have we the updated show anymore. name later. They say oh no my. machine is going to keep them down. Well... If you wouldn't have done something stupid like that in the first place, you wouldn't have got a phone call from WWE's legal department. Come on. Yep.
0: Yeah. That That's just
3: the, that. That's that. And then there's another one that we're going to talk about uh, here in a couple minutes because, uh, you know,
4: there's a guy out
3: there that likes to sue all these outlaw mud shows. And that guy's name is Stephen P New. That's newlawoffice.com. Just the way it sounds. N-E-W. Okay. Stephen P New. Okay. New And don't make me do it. Because if I if I do the thing that's on Cornet Show, I'll never stop doing it. Stephen P. New, Stephen P New. Oh. See. <laughs> uh, but he he will sue for you if you've got an outlaw mud show that you're dealing with. Because Cornette took care of the one that uh, came out with the Fuck Jim Cornette thing t shirt. Mm. And Cornette actually ended up with the rights to the shirt. <laughs> um, I'm not kidding. He ended up with the rights to the oh, shirt. Oh, I'm here? yeah. Is now printing them as his own and selling them and donating some of it to the proceeds to charity. Mm so, um, there are two Outlaw Mud Shows taking place in Central Illinois this weekend. Before I continue on that, I need to play this. Uh, Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. company coming to the Avanti's Dome in Ticket, Illinois next Saturday night. It is called Bad Ass Rasslin Organization. And folks, this stuff is so bad it'll make your ass bleed. I I wish I were kidding when I said that, but it's seriously that bad. I sent Steve Kane some videos this afternoon. Um... Let me tell you a little and, brief story about and, that. And, ass and, and
2: you all are lucky that I am on the air tonight because I seriously Ooh. started to listen to this stuff. And I came close to grabbing one of the steak knives out of our drawers and slitting Uh-oh. my own throat. Uh,
3: we do not promote
1: suicide. We're just going to say that. Yes, oh, yes. No, we do not. Uh, In fact, but, we, do men- we do mental health shows. Here, okay? We don't prevent suicide. We try and prevent suicide. But, yeah. Go
3: ahead. Um, anyway, Badass Wrestling Organization came around a couple of years ago. It's a guy by the name of Troy Hitheron, a.k.a. he calls himself Trobey Ars. Now, he's a Trobey Ars, all right. We'll get into more on that in a minute. Um, yeah, that's what he rode into
2: town on.
3: I, uh, I met Troby Ars a couple of years ago when I worked for Ian Rotten down in Peoria. And I'm going to tell everybody my side of that. Uh, if you want to go listen to his, it's on YouTube. Just YouTube, Troby, T-R-O-B-Y, Ars. A-R-S-B. You don't. You
2: You will seriously want to gargle with razor blades.
3: Um, well,
1: I'm not even doing none of that.
3: Um. So anyway, I get down to work for Ian, and Ian's supposed to have a hotel for me, and it's a double-shot weekend, Friday and Saturday night. And I got dropped off of Syria. I didn't, didn't have anywhere else to stay. So I end up sleeping on this rookie's couch named Marcus Murdoch. Well, Marcus is good friends with Troy, and Marcus and Troy tell me a whole bunch of shit about Joey Grunge, who has left IWA Midwest. And Ian's taking it over And Ian's got these dates booked And it's fucking It has to be August If not September I think late August, early September In this building That probably didn't have any air conditioning It was hot It was humid It sucked It rained one of the days we had to put the ring up It was a mud pit at the back door We had to bring the ring through so, uh, you know, Troy was kind to me, and so was Marcus Murdoch. Now, Troy wanted to run some things on his own. And I said, look, I said, you can, you can partner with this guy, or you can partner with that guy, you can partner with somebody that's actually going to do things right. And that's when the wheel was set in motion to bring the RWF uh, to Peoria with the SkyPro banner, which I was talking to Norman Calloway. I wasn't talking to the other one. And we were going to bring wrestling to the heart of Illinois fair. And everybody was in agreement on it, whether Troy says so or not. Uh, Now, they did have a slanted floor, but we had come up with a game plan for that because somebody else had run in it and run successfully. The plan was to bring in Tommy Dreamer. Well, Troy decided he was going to open his mouth to Joey Grunge about this. Joey Grunge weaseled his way back into SkyPro and got the book at SkyPro, and uh, all of this went away. That was my dealings with Troy, until he decided he was going to open his mouth when I started running again. Um, Troy is a backer of Joey Grunge on more than one occasion. He confirmed it. Um, and Troy is somebody that, in my personal opinion, should have been left to sit and see, and and pay the money as a fan. Okay, mm-hmm. if this guy wants to give you money as a as a silent backer, fine. But I wouldn't give him any say so because he doesn't have a fucking clue. And now, badass wrestling is badass wrestling. Badass wrestling is coming back uh, next weekend in Peoria. With a 16 and up show, and it's going to have death matches and this kind of match and that kind of match, barbed wire and light tubes and razor blades. Holy fucking shit, Batman! Well, what? we backtrack to we backtrack a couple of years. They were going to run at the Limelight Event Center in Peoria. Well, the Limelight Event Center found out how hardcore this show was going to be and pulled the plug on it. They said not in our
1: van.
3: Not with light <laughs> tubes and all of this other stuff.
1: Okay, I get, I get not the freaking light tubes. I get it, okay? I get it. I, I don't want, hey amen. We used to play with light tubes as kids, smash them over each other's backs, use them as, as lightsabers and everything, usually on Christmas morning, as well as the tube, the paper tubes from the rolls. But, yeah, man, we used to, they're, they're yeah, You don't fuck with them. We didn't fuck with them as kids. And this is like. This is in the pre-'80s and into the-'80s we were doing that, okay?
3: Now, oh, Mr.
1: Ars wow. claims to be
3: trained because he did a few seminars with Ian Rotten.
1: Ooh, look at me. I'm all trained up and shit. Everybody, just look. Just look. Look at me.
3: Um, that is why the promoter exactly. himself, Proby Ars, is putting himself in a match with Gavin Alexander, a former guest of the show. Oh, That's Saturday night Yeah,
2: and somebody who Has worked for Sean That's correct Peek
1: in uh, where? And Illinois in where? Okay, thank you
3: um, I have one to two prayers I hope oh. that Troy gets hurt so bad That he'll never step foot in the ring again Or that Gavin is responsible for his injury And he never wrestles again
6: One way or another
3: oh. I don't want him in the ring anymore. I don't think don't, he deserves to be in the be... ring.
1: Hey Amen. I, I wish Jeff on somebody once and they got leukemia. Don't be wishing shit like that, okay? Um,
3: but uh, needless to say, Troy is not a typical wrestler description. Pete Kane looked at a video I sent that Mr. Arsh mm-hmm. did. And, uh, okay. Uh, I think oh. he had these words to say. He looks like the old guy in blazing saddles who tried to tell the town that the new sheriff was an N word. Yeah. The new sheriff. That's is, exactly
2: yeah. what he looks like. That's exactly who he looks like. That's just rude. The
3: wild man. hair, the beard,
4: yeah, and yeah, that. Yeah, I hear you.
3: Um, that. Oh, Now, this has gone so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh Arce has asked Crime Fighter on numerous occasions to interview what's him. Crime? Uh, crime Fighter has refused. And.
1: What's Crime uh, Me he, just now? He's supposed to be here.
3: He, he will be here in a second. I have him here yeah. in another way. Um, okay. So, Crazy. one of these so called referees for this badass wrestling organization called out yeah. Crime Fighter to a camera on a pole match. For those of you mm-hmm. don't that don't know, Crime Fighter records the shows that he goes to. It's mm-hmm. been a big help to me over the years. It's been a big help to a lot of other promotions that don't always have a professional cameraman in there with two cameras that will edit it into, you know, one DVD of footage okay. and give it to you. All
1: right. I have a request from you, Crimey. If you ever do a Toronto show that I am in the front row for, don't block my sight while it's <laughs> filming. The so, they I will they call blind you. They
3: called out Crime Fighter. When Crime Fighter saw this, he shot back at them, and they claimed that it was a parody video. Well, this is what Crime Fighter has to say about them thinking it's a parody video.
6: I am the mad conservative cryfighter with a comment about a recent clown promo posted on the company page of a new promotion in central Illinois. A certain individual who shall remain nameless has had an axe to grind with me for quite some time, referring to me as someone who, quote, ruins every wrestling show I go to, unquote. Most recently, because I dared say something to a referee about cheating in a match while holding a camera and was accused of burying him. The promo, which was posted to badass wrestling organization's company page had this smart ass challenge me to a camera on a pole match. The video was so lame ass that I shut it off before I even got halfway through it. This dumb assery Might have been less offensive had it been posted on April Fool's Day. But the calendar said November. The promoter backtracked like crazy after it was called out by multiple parties over this jackass challenge. Claiming, oh, it was a parody. Sure. Why did he do it? Maybe because the promoter feels pain in his ass after I have shown no interest whatsoever in interviewing him. There's a fine line between being a badass and a dumbass. And after posting this ass clownery, a desire to patronize this promotion is pretty much wiped out. Also, claiming to be a wrestler after having your ass worked off after a single one, two-hour training session does not make you a fully trained wrestler. Self-teaching yourself how to wrestle the rest of the way does not make you a fully trained wrestler. I don't know how this event is going to draw. Can't imagine Venerable is cheap... But making a poor impression right out of the gate makes me believe you might lose your ass, even if the area has been dormant for wrestling for quite some time. As for me, I'm going to go somewhere else where I can see talent I know can kick ass. Until then, this is the Mad Conservative Cryfighter. Be sure to check out and subscribe to my weekly YouTube show, Professional Wrestling Central Illinois. This week, which features a one-hour interview I recently conducted with the host of this program, Sean Hubbard, in a no-holds-barred interview at tiny.cc/pwci. And learn where else you can see a wrestling show this weekend and throughout the entire month of December at the St. Louis wrestling community at STLWrestling.livejournal.com.
3: Thank you, Crime Fighter. I don't think I have ever heard Crime Fighter in one in one that much. i seen uh, on the show. No, ever. I have never no. heard him No. no. So no. this he is doesn't, he's not a
1: cusser. God rock. Yeah. I'm the
3: cusser. He, he, this, yeah. is, this is a level of stupidity. Where's that my boy on? Don't. Where's
1: my boy? Where's he's, my boy? That's,
3: he's not going to be on tonight. He's sick. That's Aww. why he sent the clip. Uh, we wish you uh, well wishes, Crime Fighter. but thank you for sending in this audio clip. Yeah. And he's thank right. You. This, this, this is the kind of – and now we're going to go over the card because this card I sent Steve Kane this afternoon, and he about died over. Yeah, I mean,
2: ser- seriously, I mean, Crimefire's description of it as dumb mm-mm, is very apt, very apt.
3: So, um, we've got more on this. Uh, badass Wrestling Organization. Here you go, five bucks off with the promo code Holidays. So, if you're military, you get half off. Makes it 750 for general admission. Take five more off when you go through Eventbrite or the Avanti Stone Box Office. You're getting in for 250. Merry Christmas to the people who have and do protect our country. I don't have a problem with this, but you are charging so little for tickets that you are guaranteed you're going to lose your ass.
4: Yeah, and
2: I mean. I mean, honestly, I mean, this ahead. is this is what this is what you're this is what you're getting. This Saturday night at the Birmingham Fairgrounds, Mud Show Championship Wrestling presents an all-star card of action-packed wrestling matches just for you. In the main event, Sam McCallahan faces Jelly Janella in a bleak 182 death match. Featured match. Joey Ryan versus Priscilla Kelly in a Puke on the Naughty Parts match. First person to puke on their opponent's Naughty Parts loses. Garden Rake on the Pole match, special wheelbarrow race, and much, much more. All that this Saturday night at the Birmingham County Fairgrounds. It's Mud Show Championship Wrestling. You don't want to miss it. Y'all better be there.
3: So here's their card Matt Hardy, okay. who I had to let go, who Steve and I let go of the last RWF show on June 1st because it was found out that he had a domestic uh, assault charge against his baby mom. Uh-huh. Uh He'll be taking yeah. on the Zodiac. Marcus Murder, who to my knowledge last worked for Rex Gill. Uh, versus Jonathan Napier. So that I like Napier. Right I like Napier. This is gonna be a flag match. Then you got Piper Brooks versus Harley. Harley comes from PWA. PWA should have put a stop to one of their girls going to work for this clusterfuck. In my wow. opinion. Robbie McCain yep. versus Darwin Finch um, I don't really know Darwin Finch I know Robbie McCain He's a better rep than what he was to wrestler Apocalypse versus Bazooka Apocalypse is the black kid That came out of Rex Gill That uh, had some training down at OVW Or supposedly at one point And was the black kid That uh, was paying for Joey Grunge's bed Paid for Rex Gills fed Went to RCW and paid for them to have Castro Cortez And now is making his way back to Peoria He's the one that Joey Grunge and I had the falling out about Because he was telling me that Grunge was taking his money And not giving him everything Mm -hmm. that he promised Then you've got Bomb Shelter Which is Randy West, who I like And Joseph Schwartz Against Maniac Scott Matthews and H- Headhunter number one. That's gonna be a street spot. Oh. Then the Honey Badger, a former RWF original, Neil Diamond Cutter, will take on Alexander Rudolph. Who has also worked for Steve and I in the past. This will be a fans bring the wep- this will be a fans bring the weapons match. So you have
1: and- and Honey Badger don't give a shit.
3: And uh, so you've got a no DQ match. You've got a street fight. or you've, No, I'm sorry. You've got a Fans Bring the Weapons match. You've got a street fight. And then their big main event or this is what they're calling it. Tobi versus Gavin Alexander in a no DQ match. So we have a no DQ yeah. match. A fans bring the weapons match and a street fight all on the same card. Why? Yeah, but it's just th- there is no difference in rules between any of those matches at all. Nope.
4: Nope. So that's like, that's gets, like, that... uh,
2: that's like WWE's extreme rules pay-per-view.
4: Okay.
2: Then it
3: gets, then it gets better. Because Joey Grunge will be a part of this event. Air quote. Better. Uh, more like worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then yeah. two weeks, two weeks from next Saturday when that event happens. Two weeks from then, on December twenty eighth, you've got another promotion popping up in the Peoria area. It's Excitement Wrestling Revolution, with former Impact Knockout Rebel, current. Wow, ring announcers. Shaw Guerrero. Bill King Brewbaker. The BBM ballistic Brent Myers, who we'll get to in a second. DBS and zero gravity. Okay. Now, the BBM now,
4: ballistic This Brent is all Myers.
2: allegedly I'm 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 waiting to I'm waiting to see what happens if they come in and there's no
4: money.
3: Well, uh, I'll get to that, too. Um, the BBM Ballistic Brent Myers ran a show years ago in Orland Park, Illinois, uh, with my that I was on with Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. and I believe, and Mr. Uh-huh. 450 Hammett and Jimmy Smoot. We, a ma- majority of us, did not get paid for this <laughs> event. The ring guy that I know, Hardcore Harry, had to stay the night over in the town and go to the bar the next morning demanding his payment. And the BBM ballistic Brent Myers was nowhere to be found. And made excuse after excuse. Uh, To this day, I still don't know if Cowboy Bob Horton Jr. got paid for that event or not. I I don't think so. I don't think he got all of his money. Who else is on this card? Apocalypse. No. Dan the Man. Kid Ryotson. Robbie McCain. Moondog Pongo. Gavin Alexander. Sensei <laughs> Bach.
1: Okay, that's a, that's a card and a half.
3: Um, now, do you see some similarities between this card and the badass Rathlin card? You should, because there's no talent shared. But wait, it gets better than that, because there's Aww. also a third promotion in the Peoria area. Whether Joey Grunge wants to claim it's laying dormant right now or not, and that is Midwest Impact Pro. So now, instead of having one good promotion in Peoria, you have three, we'll call them Outlaw Mud Show. You have XWR. You have Badass Wrestling. And you have Midwest Impact Pro. Yeah, this in a town
2: that's not even a third of the size of Chicago.
3: And all three—what do all three of these companies have in common? They all have Joey Grunge's hands in them. And I like Joey, I do, but he's man over the last few years, he's had some really, really questionable business practices. Right. Uh, Yep. There there was one venue he ran or trained out of or something where I was told they had a porter potty in the building. And I don't think he's in that building anymore. I think somebody called the city on that one. Uh, I don't blame them for doing so, but, uh, you know, uh, there's no need for two feds or even three feds. There's a need for one. And one good yeah. one. The, the cards that I read off to you are not cards that are going to induce drawing money. Nope. It's the same old shit Peoria has seen since the NGW days, or since NGW died, and many people had tried to run Peoria, but nobody's really made it work. That is why when I was going to come to Peoria, I was going to partner with a few people that I knew that I thought I could trust and bring a different type of genre of talent to that area. Because that is what will draw in that area.
4: Um,
3: so that's, that's that. And Badass wrestling, Badass wrestling is going to do 16 and up, which is going to negate a majority of their audience. <laughs> when the venue finds out what kind of style of matches they're going to be doing, I don't think it's gonna last long, because I don't think the venue will appreciate blood being spilled all over their soccer ring, which is an indoor soccer ring. It's the Avanti's Dome, yeah. some big old like soccer field type thing. I don't think the venue is gonna appreciate that. I also don't think the venue is gonna appreciate the fact that they've gone out of their way to promote this, while the promoter maybe not so much. Because I bet if we were... I bet if I were a betting man they have done zero TV commercials for this event, and zero on a Facebook ad. Which are the most two effective things that you can do for your wrestling company in the year of 2019. So you've got outlaw mud shows happening everywhere. Uh, uh, one that may, on a talent level, be an outlaw mud show, but I support the cause. Will be PWX on the 22nd of this month at the Pitstick Pavilion in Ottawa, and that is a benefit for Toys for Ties. Don't believe they do that justice. <coughs> um, so that's uh, that's that's, but there's more to it. Trophy there's art- more. Yes, there's even more. Trobi Arch decided he was going to call me a pedophile in the video that he did. And claim that I somehow must have hit on his son, who was not even like 14. Yeah, no, that never happened. He also claimed that I wanted to wash this wrestler's hair, and I probably did say that because I think the guy's hair was so greasy, you could have fried chicken in it.
1: Hey, man. Bret Hart probably got told a million times, "Greaseball, wash that head." The uh,
3: so, there's that. I want to set the record straight. I don't wish Badass Wrestling Organization well. I don't, I don't wish anybody that works for them ill ill, Ill will. But as a promotion, I hope they go under faster than they be a road.
1: That's
4: correct. Um, that
1: means that. Hold on, hold on. Then correct yourself. You do wish them ill will. If you want their shit to go under. Oh, well,
3: Um, as far as XWR goes, XWR is being ran by a guy that told me he was going to be the best gay promoter that Illinois has ever seen. And I said, well, it's obvious you haven't met me. And uh, this guy really doesn't know anything about wrestling. It's another one of those cases where if if. I'm Joey Grunge, and somebody a $100 in front of me, I'm going to take it no matter what the the, the consequences might be. Uh, and that's what's happening here. He's, he's got it in two cases with ProBRs and with Brian from XWR. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that. I, I, I don't, you know, I, Joey stopped running, to my knowledge, the Peoria area earlier this year. And now you got two promotions that he's a part of that are going to try to run it and make it go up. And it's going to be a clusterfuck. Mm -hmm. It's going to be... This is what it's going to be.
2: Uh -uh. This Saturday night at the Northeast Philly International Cut Armory, Craptastic Wrestling presents a non-star-studded car of unexplainable matches featuring... The Mid Afternoon Express versus Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy in a Falls Count-Nowhere match. Jerry Idol versus Austin Waller in a Fully Empty Arena match. Our main event: Arnold Ziffel Jr. versus Oliver Wendell Douglas IV in a Fans Bring the Steel Cage Parts match. Admission is just one dollar because that's all this crap is worth. That's Crap-tastic Wrestling this Saturday. Doors open at six PM. Matches start whenever we feel like it. Be
4: there. And that's what it'll be.
1: That's why I let the burp escape. That's why I let yep. my burp escape. I thought it was proper.
3: Uh, as far as I'm concerned, badass Rafflin is Rafflin so bad it will make your ass hurt.
1: So, so you're telling me it's like that really cheap fucking gas station toilet paper on the roll that rips your asshole apart? Yes. Okay. Or is it like X- that brown, you know, that brown paper towel that you have to wipe your ass with? Is, it, is that bad? Oh
3: yeah, no. yeah, that's yeah. what it is. All XWR right. calls themselves excitement. A majority of the talent that they have couldn't bring excitement if they were paid to do it, if they were required to do it by God. And that's what it's going to be. It's it's going to be a lot of these guys that nobody else really wanted to use or anything like that. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's what I think of it. I think tr- I, I I am tired of people calling themselves promoters in the wrestling business
0: that
2: couldn't promote a
3: successful middle school dance, let alone a wrestling show.
4: Oh, my goodness.
3: When you're ready to step to me, big boys, you know where to find me. Because I do this a thousand times differently than all three of you do. And, you know, I everybody goes, well, you don't have the best track record No, but the track record I have is better than the track record you're laying down for yourself. Indeed. So, that's going to end that segment. Uh, Let's take a quick look at Survivor Series. It was a good pay-per-view. NXT won.
1: Not for Raw, it wasn't. Raw got one, SmackDown got two, and NXT took the rest.
3: Yes, NXT won the Survivor Series. Yep. Um, now, Starcade was this past weekend, and the majority of WWE fans didn't even know it was on. So, um, it was a good pay-per-view. You had Braun Strowman against uh, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Um, and it I, I did watch some of it. I liked it. But mm-hmm. they are trying to it. water... They are trying to bastardize. Uh, 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 shit. They're trying box. to bastardize. They're trying to bastardize Dusty's version of Stargate. That's just that's, that's where I have a problem with it. Um, we have no matches signed for TLC at this time. But the promotional poster is featuring the fiend Bray Wyatt. Oh, and
4: that
3: comes
1: and? that
3: comes your way next Sunday night.
1: Yep, that's
6: right.
3: On the WWE Network, and um, it will be a SmackDown and Raw show. No NXT involved in that one. Uh, but there is huge, huge, huge speculation that huge. NXT will will be a part of the Royal Rumble. And we also know that there's that pay-per-view next month that we talked about last week that is coming the night before the Royal Rumble. It will be NXT versus NXT UK at Win World Glide. So that's, that's going to be some interesting stuff.
4: Um,
3: now, Steve, I want to get back to what we were going to get to before break, and that was about AEW being in some massive trouble with the state of Maryland. Hello, Steve?
1: Steve? Uh-oh. Okay. Ah, I Go to, go to chat real quick, ask him where he's, too, so we can figure out where he's at.
3: Uh, you know, they are in some serious trouble uh with the Athletic Commission of oh, the state of Maryland because of this concussions thing that happened. Not only that, but a few weeks ago, there were complaints from a parent of a little boy who got scraped by the guardrail after oh. the guardrail came flying into the front row.
1: And where was this? What promotion was this?
3: AEW.
1: Oh my! Well, they haven't got their guardrails covered yet, and they really, really should. Everybody should.
3: Um. So you know that's that's uh. Okay. See, uh, Katie, take your headphones off for a minute.
1: Um. Why?
3: Just do it.
4: You're gonna.
6: I am
1: sorry to people that are listening right now. I heard it even though it wasn't on my ears. Sorry uh, I hope you hope you didn't get hurt.
3: We're trying to wake up the old man.
1: Oh no, he's asleep.
3: Well, I don't know I mean, because I don't. I don't hear him. Uh, I don't hear him, and we're not getting any answer from him in the chat. Uh
1: oh 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 my.
3: Katie, you might have to go I, over there and poke the old man
1: with a stick. But I won't get my stick back if I do that. Hey, man. Oh, man.
3: Here's what's going on. Oh, I don't want to have to read it through you because if I read it through you, then I have to. I'm not turning off my end blocker. Go away. Read some shit. AA, the state of Maryland. Okay, I can continue that one without the The Maryland oh, State yeah. Athletic oh. Commission is reportedly That's investigating AEW over the unsanctioned life out match between John Moxley and Kenny Omega that took place at AEW Full Gear on November 9th. Former That's WWE awesome. announcer Chris Cruz recently contacted the commission regarding the Omega versus Moxley match and asked about their rules on blading and allowing matches to continue if a performer is bleeding either intentionally or unintentionally, and if there was a commission doctor at the show, according to the Resident newsletter Newsletter. After repeated requests, Cruz was told that the commission prohibits wrestlers from deliberately lacerating themselves or their opponents or introducing human or animal blood into the match. The oh, commission no also blading. said... They were at full gear and they had a doctor assigned to the show. They also stated that they were conducting a formal investigation into the match. And because of that oh investigation, they were unable to comment on any questions about the match. Cruz recently wrestling recently said on the wrestling history Todd Wrestling with History podcast and talked about why he doesn't see AEW succeeding. AEW has millions of dollars from the son of a billionaire and is not setting the world on fire and will and will not succeed. Chris said it may last a long time, but it will never be profitable.
4: Somebody
3: once said if you want to be a millionaire, start with a billion dollars and buy an airline. It's the same thing with a pro wrestling organization. If you're just going to, it's just going to bleed you dry. Not everything is guaranteed to last for us. It's my well, convention you face face, that wrestling has seen better days.
4: Uh,
3: this is what are prohibited or what were prohibited by the Maryland Athletic Commission striking an opponent with a fist or using knuckles, scratching or gouging oh, the opponent, you know. butting the opponent.
1: Headbutting?
3: Uh, yes. Okay,
1: well, punching is gonna come in somewhere. It's wrestling, so is headbutting.
3: Slamming an opponent into a ring post, striking an opponent with a foreign object, kicking an opponent unless. Oh, sorry, sorry. John. Kicking an opponent unless it's a recognized wrestling move. Stranglehold, pulling hair, inhibited. Inhibiting breathing by covering the nose and mouth at the same time.
1: Okay, I understand that.
3: Jumping from the ring ropes onto an opponent.
1: Oh, come on.
3: Deliberately.
1: Okay, these are the things they will not allow. Then why even have a match? Every wrestling match has someone jumping on them. Every wrestling match has somebody getting thrown into the ring post. Every wrestling match has somebody getting punched in the face. I understand the blading and some of the other stuff, but come on, man. Who's running this? Women of Temperance? Like, uh, Jesus.
3: Deliberately leaving the ring enclosure during a contest. Oh, come Unsportsmanlike on. Like or physical dangerous conduct and
6: deliberately oh lacerating
3: one self or one's opponent or by any other means introducing human okay. or animal blood into the ring. A wrestler continuing to engage in prohibited activities after sufficient warning may be disqualified by the referee, according okay, to the athletic, the Maryland State Athletic Commission.
1: Okay, how white bread red does that all sound? That's basically saying, saying you can't fight in hockey anymore, which is basically what's happening. But, yeah, like, what in the blue hairy hell is that?
3: Well, you got to remember, Seriously, not all of these, not all of these states have don't.
1: Motherfuckers.
3: Well, that's just it. A lot of these states mm-hmm. don't have the commission abolished. This is why we got rid of it in Illinois uh, to prevent some things like that. But okay. at the same time, the commission in Illinois is gone, and now we've got all these outlaw munchos running around. Mm-hmm. So that is what's going on with AEW. They are being investigated. Um, and I don't even believe that AEW Has the concussion protocol at this time
1: Okay They need to have one They do need
3: to have one um, well, It's,
1: it's, it's apparent that ROH doesn't have one And they fired someone for falling on their head That's not cool That'd be like saying when I fell on my head in, in class When I was in college That they could have kicked me out You know like, Fuck, things happen
3: Raw this week was, wow.
1: Wow, it was something.
3: It was something that, I'll say that again. Uh, SmackDown last week was something. And uh, we got SmackDown coming this week. We've got NXT and AEW tomorrow night. And uh, we've got MLW that uh, should be coming back to pay per view. They're saying in 2020 as well. Mm. So, well, they're um, up. yeah, there's there's a lot going on in the wrestling world. Uh, but I want to take a moment to tell you about something that's gonna happen this Thursday night. Well, this Thursday right. night on a special edition of Wrestling Authority Radio, we will be joined. By former member of LAX, the Latin American Exchange, the Supermex, Sean Hernandez, and he will be joined by his lovely manager, Miss Malice Mayhem. Yay, that means Jess Blue will be yeah. here. Yay!
1: Yay! Yeah, I, 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 okay, Jeff, I don't know if you're listening or not, but I didn't send you a link for movie or not. Um, I need you back in my life. Okay? I need you back in my life. All right? And I'm, I, I, I'm, I ain't too proud of to the bag either. <laughs> uh,
3: <Yeah>. That'll be <laughs> this Wednesday, this, thir- excuse me, this Thursday night at a special start time of 7 Central Standard Time. And uh, the following week, I believe we're going to have a guest, too. I don't know if Steve's heard confirmation back from this young lady or not. Um, We are slated to have, on the 12th of December, our first AEW Superstar. Is that you with the TV on, or is that him? Oh, it's me. Okay. Is that better? Yes. December 19th, okay, we are working it's on getting loud. a guest for, And December 26th, the day after Christmas, will be our final Rampage Rant Thursday Night Turmoil of 2019. We will take a look at the year in review, what's happened in good in the business, what's happened bad in the business, i.e. what happened to Great Muda from this past weekend. Um, you know... We'll take a good look at the last year in the sport of professional wrestling. And uh, Thursday, January 2nd, will be our first edition of Wrestling Authority Radio for 2020. And we're looking at some big guests for 2020, folks, let me tell you. Ariba. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, uh, I could, wow,
1: like loaded.
4: No
1: um, I freaking had hurts oh. Sorry, I was at a museum under bright lights all day. Uh,
3: <laughs> you know, uh, and this. This Saturday night In Waukesha, Wisconsin It is Great Lakes Championship Wrestling Blizzard Brawl And it will feature uh, okay, Talent talent From all over Okay, who's
1: putting this on?
3: David Hero Somebody that Steve and I know From up in Wisconsin uh, Let's see who's going to be there You've got Jax Dane, you've got ODB, you've got Luchasaurus, you've got Sean Spears, Tommy Dreamer, Rikishi, Marco Stunt, Angelina Love, Godfather, Al Snow, Um, questions? all of that this weekend from Great Lakes Championship Wrestling and House of Hardcore, it's Blizzard Brawl 2019. You don't want to miss it. I have it. a
1: question. I have a question. Okay. Um, hey, Katie. Any idea why they are pushing that Humberto guy so hard, as well as Andrade?
3: I don't get why they're pushing this Humberto kid. Um, they they evidently see something in him that I don't see. Um, because I I don't I don't get it either. <laughs> I, I I don't get it. I get kind of why they're pushing Andrade. I don't get why they're pushing this new Umberto guy. Um, there's a lot of pushes that are happening at WWE that I can't explain.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and, and also I, I get asked too, are they related to somebody? Well, and then, that, and people, you know. Yeah. If you have legit questions for me and you are listening to the show and you have legit questions, don't be afraid to type to me. That is not interrupting me during the show. That is asking me legitimate questions. Go
3: ahead. Um, so, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot to happen throughout the rest of the year between now and the end of 2019, going into 2020, um, because let me tell you, uh, 2020 is going to be a big year, but it's not going to be a big year for AEW if their ratings continue to plummet. Because if that continues to happen, they're not going to be in business much longer. I don't care how rich the billionaire is. Oh. No? It's just, it's the truth of the matter. They will not continue to keep something in business that is floundering money. Um, you've also got Davey Boy Smith Jr. on Blizzard, Blizzard Brawl. That's this Saturday in Waukesha, Wisconsin, com for more information Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see what else can we talk about for the last little bit stuff trying to see what else we've got because we lost Steve Kane for like the last
1: Uh, it's okay but hey man you know you and I bounce off each other just as well it's all good It's all good. We're both bouncy. Cool. I'm good. Are you good?
3: John Cena lands a new comedy movie role in uh, Vacation Friends.
1: Oh my! Who's who's vacation? Who's he vacationing with?
3: Uh, uh, Meredith Hagner and Will Real. How the hell do you say? Lil Rel it- Howry.
1: Uh-oh. Okay, send that to me. I'm sure you fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> for folks that are listening for the first time, Sean is not the best in pronunciation, and it's great to hear him try.
4: <laughs>
1: send that shit to me, dude. I can do it. More than likely. That's all good. <laughs> all right, oh happy more happy birthday thank you for the happy birthday Fred Sosa thank you very very much it was a great birthday I, it may not seem exciting birthdays for anybody to do but me but I went to the museum with my daddy and it's kind of one of the things and I like the museum and I like artifacts and I like old stuff so that's why I went to the museum and it's a very beautiful piece of architecture so <clears throat> yeah <laughs> Okay, Sean's gone quiet on my ass. This is not cool. No, I'm
3: i I'm reading. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> Read it to me too. Okay. <laughs> Share with the class. Chris
3: Christopher DeJoseph has left major league wrestling to rejoin WWE.
1: Oh, really? Rich yeah. who? I'm sorry, I yawned. Rich who?
3: Chris DeJoseph, the guy that okay, created Rich Underground.
1: It's been a long day. I only had one coffee. Uh
3: What's up? So okay. there's that. And we have the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum announces the class of 2020. Executive Division, Dory Funk okay. Sr. Cool. Referee Division, Dick Worley. God, I know I fucked that oh. up.
1: Hey, man, it's cool. Anytime you get to say dick, it's cool, too. Go ahead.
3: Uh, Pioneer era, 1865 through 1942. George Zaharis and Bobby Managa International division, the Great Kabuki. Steve will like Ooh. this one if he can still hear me. The tag team division will be the sheepherders, a.k.a. the bushwhackers, a.k.a. the Kiwis. Butch Miller okay. and Luke Williams.
1: I thought they already. I thought they put them in. I could swarm. Oh, I can't wait to hear those speech then. <laughs> no, this is the pro
3: wrestling Hall of Fame. This is not the WWE okay. Hall of Fame.
1: All right, never mind.
3: Uh, the ladies' division will be gaining Luna Vachon and Debbie Combs. Television era from 1943 to 1984. King Curtis. La mm. L-A-U-K-E-A.
1: Laukea. Oh my God. what he said.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: L- La- uh, um La- 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 La-
1: Kia Lakia Lokia
3: Lakia La Lauk La- La- this- I don't know. I'm not even this gonna try.
1: You. I'm loving you. K- this is my birthday present.
3: Killer Carl Cox will also be in the television.
1: Killer television. Carl
3: Cox, say that fast five times. It's my birthday wish. Killer Carl, Killer Carl Cox. 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 Killer Carl Cox.
1: Three kids. That's six.
3: The territory <laughs> slash against. colleague division will join. Yeah. Killer Tim will be joined with Killer Tim Brooks. And the modern era, 1995 to the present. Uh, The inductions for that uh, era will be Jake the Snake Roberts
1: and Magnum T.A. Very cool. The induction
3: ceremony will take place in Wichita
1: Falls, Texas
3: on the weekend of May 14th.
1: Okay, I don't know what I'm doing that weekend, but I don't think I can go. I don't have a passport. (laughs) And ruby red slippers. That's what I need. I told you people. What I want for Christmas, fix the ruby red slippers so I can travel again.
3: (laughs) Uh,
4: Uh,
3: Former WWE and Impact Wrestling producer David Sahadi has announced that he will be returning to Impact Wrestling. Oh. Conan is returning to MLW this
1: Thursday. I think he should have went with his boys over to AEW. That's just me saying that though.
3: And uh I think that's about gonna do it for us
1: tonight. Yeah. Thanks for coming out, folks.
3: Um Ba, ba, ba. We talked about that. We talked about that. Uh, not even going to. Um, now, keep in mind, uh, there will be no more NWA power after tonight, uh, at least until after the pay-per-view. I don't know when it's coming okay. back but they're calling tonight the season finale.
1: Oh my 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 my. my, my, my. Uh
3: I'm sure they're going to continue recording in 2020 but uh I think I think next week's television tapings and stuff um might be to wrap help them wrap up the end of the year and then they'll recor- uh record more again in 2020. Um And uh yeah, that's uh that's about it. I think we covered, let me go through the list. Covered that, covered that, covered that, covered that, covered that, covered that. Uh covered that,
5: covered that.
3: Oh, we were going to tell you about the guy that continue is still getting still getting booked after his horrible fallout with the WWE. And that is ACH. A.K.A. Jordan Miles. You know, the one that threw a fit about the, the T-shirt that WWE printed about him? Katie?
1: What? What For how many cookies?
3: Jordan Miles, the guy that uh, WWE fired or had to fall out with WWE after the T-shirt that they, he thought was racist. He's I getting can't...
6: booked. Which
1: T-shirt was racist?
3: Uh, I'll have to send it to you off-air. I don't want to. Okay. All
1: right. Yeah. Okay. Um, We're not. We're not stirring that pot of shit. Okay. He's
3: he's got booked by um, a few feds here in Illinois and Sammy Callahan's company. Oh. So, uh, I I don't know if I would have taken a chance booking that so early after that huge uproar. That's just me. Mm -hmm. Um, again, this Thursday night at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, we will be joined by LAX member Super Max Hernandez. Oh, 7 yeah. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We go live. Don't miss it. And we will be, uh, well, we won't be here next Tuesday, but we'll be here again soon. So thank you, know everyone. You
1: know what? Yeah, I liked doing the Tuesday show tonight. It felt good.
3: So thank you, everyone, for joining us here tonight on Rampage Rants, Tuesday Night Turmoil on the Evolution Radio Network. I am with Sean and David, signing off for myself and the Dean of Wrestling, Steve Kane along with our co-host.
1: <laughs> the birthday girl the reason why this show will never be a bag of dicks. And, folks, you know what time it is. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can stay here. Thanks for coming out. Good night, everybody. Good night. Get the fuck out just now.
4: Beat it! Turn the lights off. Night. Closing time. Open all the doors.